Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey, y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Hey, Brand. Hey, Ken. We're back again. Like we never left. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So silly. I know. Uh, So today we are... Talking about the power of prayer. Yes. <laughs> and with us, we have, like, one of the most amazing people I know. Right. Oh, uh, me too. Trey Lynn. T.D. Trey. T.D. Trey. That's her real name. She don't kill us. T.D. Trey. Okay. And we'll tell you more about that name later because it's for real. Yes. For real, for real. All right, girl. Let's just get right into it, girl. Because people got stuff to do. I'm just saying. Not you, Patty. (laughs) Hang it up. Okay. All right. So, the power of prayer, girl. Uh, Prayer is just, it's such a big thing and it's super important. But I just feel like I just got my prayer life together probably like the other day. So, I I don't know. Like, (laughs) when you think of prayer, like, what comes to mind? Um... Being that mine is still not together because sometimes I struggle with what to say, and I guess in different situations, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't call myself, you know, a guru of prayer. But you know, I get get the job done when I have to. So when I think of prayer, I think about a conversation with God mm-hmm. and just being intentional, not speaking to Him like He's a faraway being, but just like like He right by my side or He's, you know, close enough that I that he can hear what I'm asking for or what I'm telling him right. that I need help with. Right. What about you? Um, you know, I feel like when I was growing up, like prayer was intimidating. Like I prayed because you know you grow up and you just learn like the I don't know if I can say the basic prayers. I don't know if any prayer is basic, but you know, just like the regular like prayers and you say it out of like routine because that's what you do. Um right. But just the idea that I could really, like, talk to God and I would be saying something that, like, would change my situation or whatever, I don't think I really started to think about that until I was older. So it's always been one of those intimidating things for me. And I'm never, like, the person that's, like, raising my hand first. Like, I'm more comfortable with it now. But, like, then, like, oh, who's going to pray? I'm like, cricket, cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Please don't call me. Right. Please, please. so many people you know we're not the only crazy people in the world so I think a lot of people probably had that experience where it's just like I do not want to pray out loud because you just feel like it has to be like this perfect it has to sound a certain way or something it has to be perfect right like you grow up hearing certain people like I can remember growing up I had this cousin Mm -hmm. at our family church that he prayed a certain way every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, he said this same saying mm-hmm. every Sunday when he prayed. Like, mm-hmm. it was 
the absolute same and I can remember myself trying to say that and I was like, this don't even sound right. Like right. he's an older man and like it's it just it was phenomenal, but like only he did that. Nobody right. else could do that and you try to mock and mimic certain things, but yeah. you know, you can only do what works for you. Yeah. Especially like when you're growing up in a church, especially a Baptist church, okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hear people, like, praying stuff down. Right. And you're like, uh, I ain't doing that, Jesus. Like, my prayers don't sound like that. Like, right. I must be doing something wrong. Or oh, what about, like, I used to have the mindset of having a pastor come pray for you or <laughs> bless your house like yeah. what difference of his prayer than my prayer like oh i can't do the same thing right and i mean mm-hmm. and i understand this anointing now that you know it's it maybe and it was like a ritual or a practice that mm-hmm. you know you had a pastor come pray for you while you're in, in the hospital right. or come bless your house but I mean, Jesus hear my prayer just like he heard that pastor prayer. Right. But I think a lot of people, too, because I guess I never thought that I had, like, the power within me to pray over myself like other people could, like a pastor or somebody. So sometimes it's just thinking, like, I can't really do it like that, so uh, I'm not even going to pray for myself. Yeah. Then you just be out here bad. (laughs) (laughs) Or what about, this is my favorite, when people are like, on social media or whatever they call you, girl, I'm going through this. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> and as soon as you get off the phone, cricket, cricket, like you have meant to pray. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you thought about it. Like, so, does that count as a prayer though? Like if I thought it in my mind, no. like if I was like, Lord, I got to pray and hope, no. you know, just keep their family safe. But I really didn't take that no. sacred time out to pray. Uh, then? No. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, so, I'm not the only one. Let me tell you, Ken, friends, <laughs> followers, or anybody else, who she have told you she have prayed for y'all a couple years ago? Okay, wait a minute. If it was before <laughs> 2015, I may or may not have. But that's only because I really, look, I said it in my mind. But, you know, the last two years, you good. You had an issue, and you called me, you was good, because I... I pulled over right then. That's out of control. <laughs> but, you know, the first step is admitting the problem. Girl, I don't have, you know, I just, all my other businesses out. Why not? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess I can't call you out like that without calling myself out if I don't write it down. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. over with for you. So, if I told you. <laughs> Dang. So, now I got to check you. Make sure you wrote it down. Right. Go, it's on nice, you know, go okay. on, on my nice I'm going to look through it later and see if my name in it. If it ain't, we're going to have a problem next uh, podcast. But you ain't asked me to pray for you, though. Oh, yeah. You're right. Can you pray for me? I definitely can. Thank you. Oh, I have witnesses. My name should be in the book. My name should be in the book. Yeah, girl. (laughs) She out of line. (laughs) Uh, But prayer is just like, I guess like before I didn't realize like how necessary it was. Like how like it's up there with like trust, you know, and faith. And like prayer is like right up in there. Um, And I did not realize that before. And I, what I guess I love about this whole journey with God is that, you know, I keep getting deeper and deeper and just realizing stuff more and more as I grow. And so that's the exciting part because you never stop learning and growing in God. So thank God for that, that yeah. you can reach another level. But 
I just, you know, before I was just like, well, you know, I got to pray before I go to bed because my mama, shout out to my mama, <laughs> taught me, you know, this, that's what you have to do. Or she always say, you know, well, did you pray about it? And I'm like, look here, girl. I called you. Right. Okay. You supposed to pray. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but now I know that without prayer, there is no relationship with God. Yeah. Because that's like the direct line of communication. Okay. Girl, and lately, I've been talking to him a lot. Okay, but I could do a better job, though. That's why I'm so happy we have TV Trey with us, because right. I know she's going to give me some tips to get my life all the way in order, okay? Yes, <laughs> definitely. And it doesn't even, I guess, I don't even consider it praying sometimes, because as I'm driving, like, I might mm-hmm. <laughs> open up that conversation or, you know, have to get my mind together yes. <laughs> if I'm going to a specific place. I eat my job. <laughs> and you just have to have that conversation but i can't close my eyes while driving so you yeah. know but it's not even necessary though right right and i think i had to come out of that formality of like you said your mm-hmm. mom taught you to pray at night before you go to bed mm-hmm. um i do that but i also talk to him throughout the day like yeah Jesus, give me strength Cause my mood changes sporadically Girl. and sometimes you gotta speak that word over your life or say that quick prayer to ask for that strength or even in the mornings like I find myself um talking to God once I wake up mm-hmm. and I might dive into a devotional mm-hmm. or something or listen to some music yeah so um yeah I, I just I find myself having to get out of the repetitious mm-hmm. praying at night because I would say the prayer our father would go yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And it would just be a routine, right? Mm-hmm. Like and I didn't feel myself growing closer to God or having that conversation, that yeah. relationship with him until I was able to basically go to him and say what I needed or yeah. ask for what I needed. And I feel like using the t- word prayer makes it sound so formal. Obviously, it's like a very humbling um, situation. Like, you need to be very humble when you're praying. But I feel like when you say prayer, you're putting it, like, in this category where it's just not not something naturally you do all the time. Yeah. Like, talking, you know? Like, if we were just, like, talking to God, yeah. I think people would do it more. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I do. And one good thing that I heard um, this week was... Without God, man cannot. And without man, God will not. And so... That's good. Yeah. And to get to that point, we got to talk to him. Right. And that's what prayer is. Talking to him about it all, child. And listening. So, yeah. Now, let me tell you about that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, because I feel like growing up, I always thought, and not that... I mean, nobody told me this, I don't think, but I probably just wasn't, like, in the word enough for myself to know. I'm scared like, what to say. <laughs> I'm going to say something safe, girl. Stop. <laughs> girl, I don't know. I just don't know. When you was, your imagination was Girl, wild. it's still crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I was just like, okay, all I can, all, I'm just going to God to ask for stuff. Like, Lord, you know that I need these braces. <laughs> Like he did, you know, come through on that. Shout out to Jesus (laughs) and a good smile. But I'm just saying, like, stuff like that, it was always about asking him for something, asking him for something. 
I don't think I ever used prayer time to like listen to God tell me anything because I was just telling God like you know God you know I'm trying to like drop these pounds all I'm saying is Jesus be a shield over my nose when I smell the Popeyes or something you know like I'm always talking to him but I'm not listening to what he's trying to tell me in that moment it's not until like really like this last well maybe like the past two years that I've really just been talking to him like yeah you call your friends you talk to them and you wait for them to okay girl so what you gonna tell me about my mess I just told you right. and so it's like that's how you need to talk to God you're not just going to God okay God this is my list of stuff alright <laughs> so now we're gonna close that book and I'm gonna go to sleep well, you know you need some time to listen to what he's saying yeah and um I remember let's see almost two years ago when I was like you know I'm like you like when I'm in the car I do a lot of talking to God and Girl, I was praying, talking. I mean, eyes closed, eyes open. It was, look, it's not safe. Wait a minute. Kids, adults <laughs> don't do this. But, like, you know, I was in a really bad space in a situation that I knew I sh- shouldn't have been in. And I was just like, Lord, I, I don't know what it's going to take, okay? I don't know what you're going to have to do to me. But, like, you know, help me get out of it, blah, blah, whatever. Like, I'm going in, girl. And I feel like once you go in and you really let go, then that's where, like, you start praying up stuff that you didn't even know that you knew you could say. Right. That's why it's important to be mindful of what you hear. Right. Okay, we did talk about that. All right, on episode, drop that beat. But, um. Right, right. It's because <laughs> what's in you comes out. And I just start praying for all this stuff. And at, at that moment, I just took time to listen to you. And God was like, all right, like. I got you. Now, he also told me that I had, I've been showing you, but <laughs> yeah, you, you, has, you was closing your eyes and not listening. Yeah. But I'm going to show you again. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and so, you know. He's a God of second, third, fourth, what? fifth, a thousand chances. So. All the chances in the world, girl. <laughs> and if you don't hear him the first time, or okay. the, the 700 times. <laughs> and then I realized, too, in that moment, the prayer makes you feel better. Yeah. Once you, like, really get it out. Yes. See, once you go past that surface, like... Thank you, Jesus. Good night. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you really... Oh, girl. It just changed your whole life. I'm telling you. It, it is. But I think the listening part is key because that's, you know, that makes it a conversation where you can be like, okay, God, like, I know what to do. It's huge because sometimes we pray for things that he ain't never promises. Girl. Oh, we pray oh. for all kind of <laughs> stuff. The Lord is like, is that even in the Bible? Right. <laughs> it ain't in my will. And that's another thing, like, praying... For his will to be done. Yes. And listening to make sure that he's like, okay, this is what I want you to do or this is how it's going to happen. Like, Yes. I done told y'all on that last episode <laughs> that before I interviewed for that job, I said your will be done and I did not get the job straight up. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay then, Jesus. That's your will. Well, help me out then. Right. Um, right. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, it really is praying in his will that makes a difference. But you can't pray in his will if you don't know his word. Right. Ooh, it always comes back to that word, child. Girl, it always it's just always, it's just a circle with God. Like, everything is a circle. Everything connects. I thought you was about to start singing Lion King. I thought about it. You know you what? You know how I feel about the Lion King. Oh, God. I'm glad you digress. But look, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you something funny, right? Okay. So, before I started, like, for real, hearing God, mm-hmm. I used to, <laughs> and you know I ain't watched TV when I was growing up, so right, right. I was just like, I always thought that it was supposed to be, like, the heavens would open up, and, you know, Jesus would be like this, 
What's that man name? Oh Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was out of line. The Lion King. Uh, who? Simba, Daddy. Mufasa. Yeah, girl, the voice of his. Oh, why can't it's Black History Month? I'm messing <laughs> up this man name. Ja Wait, we James Avery. Uh, Earl, yeah, Earl Jones. Oh Lord, I messed up. Look at you. Mm. No, no, right. right. That's how it was. You know, Jesus' voice was supposed to. Sound. Oh, so you gave him a voice. I gave him a whole voice. But that's okay because I made him a real person. Girl, don't <laughs> hope it went white, Jesus. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole nother podcast, girl. I was for real. I was, never mind. We gonna stop. That's Please. a whole nother. Okay. Anyway, maybe that was too far. Okay. But no. But I feel like whatever you got to do to make God. Real for you, make that happen. Um, Cause that just helps you build their relationship. And at some point, then you don't need those things, you know. Yeah. So I mean, if God had that deep, <laughs> yeah, he don't have that no more. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe I was a babe in Christ and just wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, his voice changed. Okay. Yeah. But I do. <laughs> I do want to hit on like you said about the heavens opening up. But that's the whole point of prayer. Yeah. Cause think about it when we have praise and worship at church. I am, um, you know, you going in on a song and they say, you know, you praying and you praying and you praying. You can feel like his whole presence in the atmosphere. And I think that's because everybody else in the building is doing the same thing. It starts with praise and worship, but that praise part comes out more and it turns into prayer. And that's the point that you are giving heaven, like the open permission to like work through you on earth. And that's what it's about. Cause God got to use a person. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Girl, I'm ready to talk to Trey Trey. Yeah, me too, me too. All right, well, we'll be right back. Hey, guys, we're back, and we have our good friend Trey Lynn with us. Woohoo! Yay, glad to be here. Good. So we know Trey Lynn from our small group that yes. we always reference, yes. uh, P31. Shonda brought Trey Lynn into our lives. Yay. Shout out, Shonda. Hey, Shonda. <laughs> um... And we have been close ever since. So, Trey Lynn got her alias, T.D. Trey. <laughs> because uh, to know Trey Lynn, she's so meek, mild, quiet, humble. She she tells us, keeps us in line, but mm -hmm. she not out of line like me and Ken. <laughs> and so, I think one day she went to pray. And we was like, oh. <laughs> Is this T.D. Jakes? Right. On T.D. Trey. Right. <laughs> so, ever since that day, uh, Trey Lynn prayed, we, we always got a T.D. Trey. And she's so, y'all, she's so just, like, humble. She's like, don't say that. So, that's why I was like, she gonna kill us <laughs> for, for telling the world right. <laughs> all secret. But, yay, we had, we're glad to have Trey here today. So, what's up, girl? How you been? I've been great. What about you guys? Oh, we've been making it, girl. Making, making it. it. Trying to get this prayer life together. <laughs> right. That's why we was like, oof, let's get Trey on the main line. Yes. Well, in the main person because <laughs> she's here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So my first question would be, how did you become so comfortable in your praying in public? Praying in public. It's crazy that you would even ask me that because I recently just became bold to myself. As praying in public. Really? Yes. Man, I wouldn't have even guessed it. Yes. Like, never. <laughs> what? So, I prayed. I actually asked God to 
you know, give me the power of prayer. So that's something you can pray for yourself. Like you can pray for yourself for things like that, for God to do things like that in your life. But after um, having some hard times last year, I asked God to, to let me get out of those situations and I would run for him for the rest of my life. And ever since then, it's been a whirlwind and an adventure praying for other people. And when I say praying publicly, I mean like in the middle of a store, I mean in the uh, Walmart parking lot, I mean just in places that I wouldn't have never thought yeah. that I'd be praying. That's so cool. when you ask how to become so bold, it's not the Trey Lynn, it's the Jesus in me that makes me bold. That's cool. Yes. So I guess my question is to back that up like when did you become comfortable with praying period um as y'all were talking about like as a young child you have a foundation that it, you're building on so my foundation was the baptist church and so we had to um learn like bible verses and different things like that and it actually called on you and asked you to pray when you were younger and just from in my family my mom always prayed we always prayed at night so that foundation was built like that. And so when you had um, programs, because you know all Baptist church have programs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they put you on a program and said, you're going to pray. And it wasn't a, a question. It was a, you're going to pray. Trey, you were scared? <laughs> um, yeah, I always get nervous when I pray. Because before I just, not that I was doing it wrong. I just think that I was just not where I needed to be. Like, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you're just talking about coming up to that level, mm -hmm. but it's really not a level to be met because prayer is a continuous, you know, a continually growing thing. That's something that you never, you can never just say, okay, I can pray the best and then this is it. No, God's going to keep moving you forward in that. Did you ever feel pressure to pray a certain way? Like I, you just mentioned mm -hmm. your mom prayed at night, y'all prayed and, mm -hmm. You, uh, I'm sure you grew up and people prayed a certain way in church. Did you ever feel pressure to pray? Like I that? never felt pressure to pray like that, but I wanted to pray like that. Yeah. Um, so my mom, she would, you know, pray with us at night. And of course we said the I for the prayer Yeah. and we had other little prayers like, um, Ooh, just because I want to think of it, of course, it's not going to be on top of my head. Yeah. But, you know, prayers that she would say for us to say and make it easy as a young child. Yeah. So. Made a Lord watch. <laughs> yes. Over here. Yeah. yeah. And all of that counts, yeah. you know. And that's just to kind of help build you to get to the point of a maturity. Because as a parent, you're trying to help your child grow in the Lord and instill that in them. And say, train up a child in the way that you go. And then when it's older, he will not depart. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people think like, oh, my child's wayward. But God still has a hold on them. And it's, he can bring them back. And so even if he steps out of line a little bit, yeah. that's where your prayers come in for that child to come back. Right. Yeah, so do you have, like, because um, it's also about, like, how prayer does work. And mm -hmm. for me, I guess that's why I think prayer is important. So I guess it's kind of like two questions. Like, mm -hmm. why do you think prayer is important? And how have you seen it work in your life? Like, do you have, like, one example that would be like, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so you ask why is prayer important? Prayer is probably one of the biggest tools in our arsenal for God. Yeah. Prayer is so important. Jesus prayed. So if Jesus had to go to the Father and pray, what makes us think that we don't need to pray? Right. 
And recently I was just listening to uh, um, Dr. Mark Rutland. He was at our church and he said about the 21 second prayer. He said, because we all try to make a big deal and sometimes you, they, you know, try and speak with eloquent words and it's just this big long prayer, but it doesn't take that. And what he did was he broke down the Our Father prayer and said, well, what makes us think that that is a basic prayer? The disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. This is the only prayer that Jesus taught them mm-hmm. out of everything in the Bible. And it's the Our Father prayer. And sometimes I think we take that for granted. Yeah. And, and he pointed that out to me. And then it's like, sometimes we just pray it just out of knowing it. Just yeah. like, hey, let me get this prayer out of the way instead of really praying it to God and asking for these things. And if you ask me if I have one moment that I know prayer works, um, from talking about my previous history, I had a really, really rough time in 2016. And I know prayer works because I wasn't even praying for myself at that point in time. People were standing in the gap for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it works. I know that I'm here based on the prayers of my many friends, you two included, <laughs> my family that went up to bat for me. So prayer not only changes things for yourself, it changes things for other people, people that don't even know that you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. It can change. And it moves God. You know, we're giving him back. We're saying, okay, God, we're giving this back to you because you can take care of it. You told us to cast our cares on you because you care about us. So we're giving it back to you. And as y'all were talking about before, it's a conversation between you and God and Jesus. And it doesn't have to be an eloquent, uh, eloquent speech. And it does count if you say it in your head, Ken. Oh. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Sometimes you just, you, you can think it. But yeah. something you said earlier, you're like, you said you probably didn't pray for people <laughs> before 2015. <laughs> but this is one thing that I, which helped me and which I started doing. Don't wait to pray with somebody. If you tell me right now that you're going through something, well, let's pray right now. Mm-hmm. Pray in that moment because sometimes people need it in that moment. And it, it gets you more comfortable with what God's going to do. he would be faithful and little and he will give you much. And then all of a sudden you're going to be praying more. And it's not going to be like you're afraid in public. You're just going to be bold about what you're doing for God. Yeah, girl. Yes. So pray for people on the spot, Kim. I got it, bro. I told you I pulled over. <laughs> uh, Trey, did you? Um, oh, it was on the tip of my tongue. I'm sorry. Well, while you think about it, I'm sorry. My question is, how do you pray? Like we know, we said it's not like mm. some type of formula, but everybody has like their own way. Um, I got several ways. I really just helped me. Okay. So, but how, like, what's your thing? It kind of depends on what I'm going through and what I, where I'm at at that time. Um, and it's an all day thing. In Philippians, it says, you know, be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything. Right. So, you you know, you're supposed to pray without ceasing. And then you think, you're like, man, how do you do that? And you do everything else. But it's really just having that conversation and keeping your mind focused on Jesus. I'm not no I'm not a professional at that. That's something that's a work in progress for me. Yeah. So it just depends on the time. Sometimes you need to really get down and sit down and talk to Jesus and have that conversation. Close yourself up in the closet, the bathroom, wherever yeah. the shower and have that conversation and talk and pour out your supplications to God. And then sometimes it's just the prayer is just a thought of him and you just 
giving it right back and saying, thank you, Jesus, or thank you, Holy Spirit. And a lot of people forget about the Holy Spirit. He's the mm -hmm. third person yeah. in the Trinity. He is not a ghost or he is the third person in the Trinity and one of God's nature. Mm -hmm. And he was in Jesus. And then Jesus ascended into heaven and said, it's better that I go. So the comforter can come to you and live within you. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit is there to help us and to guide us and to pray for us. Absolutely. I got my question now, girl. <laughs> so I'll put you on the spot. Yes. Sort of kind of. So do you have a war room? Like, do you have a certain area that you go into? Prayer closets? Well, I did. Like, last year I started making our extra bedroom into a war room. But then so many things happened that that didn't happen. But my real place... My intimate places are in the shower, in the car. For some reason, I yeah. like to be in the shower and talk to God. But it just kind of reminds me of the, in the beginning, Adam and Eve. And, you know, after they had sinned, he said, who told you you were naked? Mm -hmm. Who told you to be, that you have shame and guilt and all of that? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why the shower is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Um in your opinion, mm -hmm. do you feel like it's okay to continually pray for the same thing? Yes. Um, and I have a Bible verse because it talks about the persistent neighbor, the neighbor that went to the they went to the neighbor's house because somebody came into town mm -hmm. and said, Look, my friend is here and we do not have any bread. So he knocks on the door. The neighbor's like, go away, go away. And he keeps knocking, mm -hmm. go away, go away. And it tells you in the Bible that, you know, the man, is even if he's not getting up just to give you that, he's going to get up because, um, get up because of your persistence. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to lay our supplications before him. It's not like he doesn't know, but he wants to know that we, you know, we're still thinking about it. And there's a difference between the supplication and just kind of saying the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, an acronym that somebody said is um, ACTS. And this is how they use to pray. They start off with A, which is adoration. Okay. Then C, which is confession. T, which is thankfulness. And then S, which is supplications. And that way you kind of have a way of just kind of talking to, to God because First, you have to humble yourself when you're praying mm -hmm. and then just kind of, you know, give him the glory that's due to him right. before you go and take everything and, you know, pray for it. Even if he's interested in every single part of our life. Right. And if you let him, he wants to know even the little goody things, even though he gives us free will. But if you want him to have reign over that, yeah, he can and he would do that for you. Do you remember or recall at what age you were when you started hearing the Holy Spirit or hearing from God after you would, you know, pray? I don't remember the age. And that's something that kind of trips me up when people say, do you remember the day? Do you remember the age? I don't necessarily remember the day or the age of certain things. But I remember praying. And I was like, God, I want to be able to pray like Peter. And that's so crazy because Peter, as we all know, was the one that always went off right. and did things. But he ended up being the person that God started, um, you know, his church on. Right. So I just remember that like a long time ago. And that's something that God, you know, to want to be able to pray to Peter, you, you got to go through some things too, you know. Yeah. It's not just like a, God's not just like a, 
he go a genie or whatever. Right, right. He, he wants to grow you. So I think in that way, you know, he grew me. And I had some things that I'd gone through that made me want to pray to God more. If that's answering your question. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Do you pray in tongues? I do not have that. I have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, but my sister has. And awesome. it's amazing that you even ask about that because a lot of times Baptist churches don't believe that everybody can have the gift of the Holy Spirit and right. pray in tongues. It is a free gift. It is. And I think sometimes it's misinterpreted of like the fruit or the gifts or the talents, mm -hmm. but it, it's your own prayer language with, with God. God. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we can stifle the Holy Spirit. Sometimes, I don't know, it's just, you said, if you ask, you know, he will give. And I remember when I was going through the things I was going through, my sister came with me to my B group and in my B group, um, they asked, you know, it has anybody or does anybody want the gift of the Holy Spirit? And I did, but for me, it hadn't happened yet. But yeah. in that group, in that time, I heard it happen from my sister. I know this from personal experience. So yeah. I know how God works and it could be anytime and anywhere. Yeah. So that's something I still pray for. And maybe my prayer language is English. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I, um, I still pray for that. And I'm just getting to where, you know, I'm, Including the Holy Holy Spirit where he needs to be. He's my guide. He's the pathway, the light, the path, you know, yeah. for it. Yeah. It's cool because our, um, our church touched on uh, spiritual gifts and said the same exact thing mm -hmm. about the uh, speaking in tongues being a gift. And if you wanted it, you just ask God for that gift. And it was, it's a language. It's your personal conversation with God. And you have to... No one can, you, well, there's, if you can, if you want to pray to interpret the language, then you can interpret tongue, but no one would understand what you're saying. But I think people get it, I won't say mixed up, but when it's like a gift of tongues, I, the way I interpret it is gift of knowing different languages. Right. So you can, you have that gift of being able to learn Spanish in different things like that. So when he confused them and gave them different languages, it wasn't that it was a foreign like language. It was just giving them something where they all couldn't come together to build like that Tower of Babel. Right. You know, so that's where we get like the different languages that we have. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit came after, you know, when it first came, it came to Jesus as a dove, but when it came on the day of Pentecost, it came as fire over them. Right. And the tongues... And it being a special special language between you and God, the enemy doesn't know what's being prayed. Right. That's so, how he awesome. is listening. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is. If you throw it in the air, like, oh, what you just pray for? Oh, you pray for Boaz. I'm gonna send you boo boo mm -hmm. instead. A joke. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yes. So Trey, what do you think? Like. Because I know, like, people say, well, I prayed, and I'm just waiting. I'm just mm. sitting. Like, what Like, what do you think you should do after you pray? After you pray, you should leave it with God. <laughs> I mean, God has ways of answering prayers. Sometimes it's right then and there it's answered. Sometimes it takes years for it to be answered. So God doesn't work in our time frame. He doesn't exist in our time frame. He made time for us. So we'd be able to handle the things that we handle. But 
you got to look at the Bible and see how long it took for people's prayer to come through. Um, like Abraham is like another 20 years before he even had a son. Okay. Noah was 120 years with the ark. Was Joseph it was 12 years with him going to jail. So when you start thinking about it, it's like, man, you don't know his timing, but as I, as I'm going through life and I, see this more often now than I've ever have. I see his timing is perfect. Right. I see his timing and putting me in places is just spot on for things of that. So I say after you pray, and I know it's hard because I do it too. Sometimes you want to go back to him. You you leave it with him, but you don't forget about it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because right. he wants to know that it's important to you. Because sometimes we say something, oh Lord, I want a husband, and then you don't pray that for another five years, and you're like, well, where's my husband? God's like, oh, you really wanted a husband? Right. You know? <laughs> right. And I think, too, like, even, like, after mm-hmm. you pray, it's not, okay, well, let me, we can use husband. Let me pray for my husband and then just sit on my couch in my pretty dress and wait for him to show up. I think that after that, you live your life and you continue to walk in God's will mm-hmm. and you prepare yourself for the wife you need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just sitting there like doing nothing. Like, let me paint my nails. Let me get, no, like <laughs> you got to get out there and work on you and continue to follow God's word. Yes. I mean, girl, that's that Naomi and Ruth girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, God knows where you live. So yes, you can be in your house and you can meet your husband just like that. You know, you that just happened struck another. <laughs> that happened to my friend, one of my very good friends who loves the Lord very, very, very much. She said, don't let anybody tell you that you have to be doing a certain thing to find your husband. She said, I was in my bedroom. When my ex-boyfriend, who was now her husband, called me, she said, God knows where you are. Yeah. So it's more about knowing where you are spiritually and mentally than mm-hmm. where you are physically. physically. Yeah. And so it says a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. So you don't need to be seeking him out because he's going to oh, be yeah, seeking no, you I, out. Let me clear that up. I did not mean seeking him <laughs> yeah. out, okay? I'm That's just saying. not what I was talking about. I just mean, like, after you pray, you just yeah. got to send that. You get out and you work for life. you, work on you. Yes. Get your life, okay? And then you can be sitting in your bed after a long day, Netflix and chilling, and then get that phone call from whoever talking about, let's go out. <laughs> yeah. That thing say Netflix. This one said Netflix and chilling. Okay, so we're going to strike that from the record. We're not doing Netflix and chilling. Netflix and chilling with yourself. That's what I'm See, they don't be understanding me, but y'all know I meant Netflix and chilling alone because I have an appointment with myself every right. Friday, okay? so okay so we went through that um so okay another question is do you think that god answers every prayer and this is like a straight up opinion like yeah it's so subjective (laughs) because i can't God hears every prayer. And I think he answers it, but sometimes it's not what we want to hear. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's not a not no, but a not yes. Yeah. And sometimes the answer to it, he knows that what you prayed might bring about. He knows what comes after. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of who it was in um, the Bible. Like she prayed she wanted a baby, but she died in childbirth, but God knew that was going to happen. So it was a while before she could have a baby. So when you pray, God's not just saying, okay, well, Trey Lynn wants a husband and he's taking it from point that point on and then going there. He's already been in the past. 
Mm-hmm. He knows our present. He's right here. But he also knows our future. So everything is working together. It's like every little moment is working together. Mm-hmm. It says, um, another pastor said, God has to do 10,000 things to answer your one prayer. Mm-hmm. And that was so interesting. Just because somebody prayed, I want to hear a word today. God made 10,000 other things happen to make that preacher that came to your church have the word that you needed to hear that Sunday. So it's, you know, he's always working on our behalf. Mm-hmm. And so the delay is not a denial. Yeah. And I think that when you were talking about that will be done, that's the biggest part. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest part. Because even Jesus prayed for, Lord, can you take this cup away from me? But if not, thy will be done. And he knew why he came. Right. So it's thy will be done at the very end. And that's hard to sometimes to just be like, yes, that would be done, Lord. Yes. <laughs> and you say, you like, like and, but God knows your heart. God's like, mm, I saw you just like that <laughs> kind of smirk and look like that. But it's leaving it with him. And as I tell all this to you, it's just encouragement for myself. I mean, because you have to encourage yourself. And I've heard other people pray. And I was like, man, you can pray for them. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you could pray for that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you pray for God. Holy Spirit to be to fill you with this Holy Spirit. You pray for God to give you love. Like you can pray for things that I was just like I thought were were selfish prayers. Yeah. But it's not. It's you're asking God to give more of you know Him to you or, or strengthen your spirit, man. Mm-hmm. You can pray for that. Yeah. You even said when we, when we first started off talking that you prayed to be a prayer. And I was at a young age, and yeah. I and that's one of the things. I don't think that was my desire. You know how we always talk about God will give us the desires of our heart. I think sometimes we think the desires of our heart are like a husband, a house, a job, or things like that. It's yeah. like, no, God gives us the desires that he would like us to have to fulfill his duties while we're here on earth. And, you know, so yeah. he gives us all the extra things too, like marriage and yeah. all of that to have a physical representation of it. But, you know... Yeah, we make stuff personal. <laughs> Sometimes we, we kind of we kind of make it to where it works for us. Yeah, that's gonna grant me all desires. This my heart. heart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, in a heart that's after him for sure. Yeah, because nobody's perfect. I mean, prayer changes things so much that one prayer stopped it from raining for three years. Right. Elijah prayed it, and then when he prayed again, rain came. So. Prayers are powerful. Yes. And you have two different types of prayer. You have corporate prayer, which you do when you go to church. And yeah. when you're talking about praise and worship and us coming together as the body of Christ, we're moving things. Mountains are moving. Absolutely. But you can also have two or three. Say, well, two or three are gathered. gathered. I'm in the midst. And we recognize that because remember we were riding in the car. We were having a conversation about God. And then later on, he answered that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he lived when his name is being spoken. He's listening. Absolutely. He's like, what, Kendallin? Brandon, <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. All my right. children are speaking. All right. You know, you know he's saying my name just like that. What? Can, can, can the right. <laughs> Shaking his head, too. <laughs> he made me know. <laughs> and he does. And, that, and that's another prayer. God, let me be the person that you want me to be and not what others do think I should be. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can pray that. God, let me know you let me know me like you know me. Show me the things about me that you want me to 
to learn, show me the things that I shouldn't be doing. And I just finished a devotional, Dangerous Prayers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta share that one. <laughs> right. It's on you version. And some of them, you don't think they're dangerous, but then when you start saying that, you're like, man, did I just, wait, wait, I said, use me today, Lord. And God's like, wait, she said, use her. I've been waiting for you to right, say Right, right. Like, well, I meant, like, like yeah, yeah. Like, not in a good way, like, on the time. Exactly. Right. When I wasn't in this bad mood. Right. Like, Isaiah. Well, huh? Yeah. Oh. When he called out and he's like, you know, your servant is listening. I'm here. Use me. And I pray that. I try and pray that every day. I try and pray that I know, show, and share God's word. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that I know it, that I see somebody I'm sharing it with, and I show sure. it in my actions. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we all fall short of the clue, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. sometimes. A lot of times, right. yes. <laughs> But God is so faithful, as um, Brandy said, like, you know, 10,000 chances more than that, you yeah. know. And look at Peter. Um, oh, deny Jesus. Three times. And Jesus, like, but he knew the future and said, well, when you return to me. And at this um, Bible study fellowship that I go to, that's what we're going through, the book of John. Awesome. The book of John, is, y'all, is so beautifully written. I had never studied the Bible like that before and it asks us a lot of questions but it's all about the love of Jesus and how he heals and how he he lets us know that he's the good shepherd how he lets us know what we need to do and how to follow him in John if y'all get a chance to just really dive into it it's such a beautifully written gospel that I had no and it's coming from the one who loved Jesus right you know, and it's no wonder that he was the one that was chosen to write Revelation, because the year before we did Revelation, and um, that was a that was a good one. That ended up being a tough one for me, but it was a really good one. And to pair it with John, God's just kind of weaving it all together because everything in the Bible points to Jesus. Right. And when you get something, it just kind of clicks, and you're like, Oh man, yeah, God, I got it. Yeah. You know. Girl, he been working. <laughs> well, I think this is a great time for a prayer. Yeah. Um, so, Trey, if you would just bless not only us, but everyone listening, uh, that would be awesome. All right. For those of you listening, you can bow your head and close your eyes. Have your eyes open however you want to listen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight just to say thank you. Thank you for another day that we're able to see Dear Heavenly Father, that we're able to go out and to just talk about you and your word, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for the new mercies and the new graces that you give us each and every day, God. We thank you for the relationships that you bring to us to help us to grow in you, dear Heavenly Father. We just thank you for this connection that you made between me, Brandy, and Kendallin, and Rashonda, who brought us all together, dear Heavenly Father. You had this relationship before the foundation of the earth was poured to heavenly father you know all about us god and i thank you for the heart of kindling and brandy who has um been using their gifts their ministry to come to these people to heavenly father and just to discuss things that um you might not usually get a chance to discuss on a sunday at church to heavenly father i pray that you just continue to bless these ladies that you just let them mature more and more in you god and that that is shown in their action in their ways to heavenly father i pray for anybody that is listening to this 
that is not in your will, dear Heavenly Father, doesn't know you as their Lord, dear Heavenly Father, that this would be a time that they would come out and ask to know you in the pardon of their sins, dear Heavenly Father, and that this is a time that you can save, dear Heavenly Father. Prayer is also for saving, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for the grandmothers that prayed, for the moms that yes, prayed, for the yes, sisters yes. that prayed, for everybody that prays, dear Heavenly Father. We just thank you for the opportunity that you gave us with Jesus down on the cross to come boldly into your throne room, that we can come to you with our petitions at any time, dear Heavenly Father, in Christ's name. We thank you for everything. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. Yes, in Lord. Jesus Christ's name, amen. 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 We will be right back with our final thought. Hey guys, this is Brain back with a final thought. I have a scripture today and it's from Mark 11, 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. I thank God for praying people in our lives. I thank God for the Holy Spirit and being able to hear from him. Be bold in your prayers and conversation with God. It doesn't have to be formal. It can be a casual, intimate conversation with him as long as you are intentional. Trey told us to use the acronym ACTS, A for Adoration, C for Confession, T for Thankfulness, and S for Supplication. Be mindful of these things when you pray. Remember, God is in the details.